sister here and I'm just like setting up my websites and I'm just, you know, doing all like collecting all the different forms of art that I'm doing. And I'm like, I always say this phrase to myself where it's like, you never want to be PR, you know, never be too PR, like just make your art, focus on your art and whatever that may be. But then it's like, wait, no, PR is really important. How you are marketing yourself is super, super important. How you market your art, how it's easily accessible, how you're no, you're like, it's able to be placed on different phones, tablets, computers of different websites. Like how seamlessly does your brand translate over from TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and what brand, like which app is giving you all the attraction? Which app can you brand yourself on and build a platform off of, but still branch out and use consistency as key? And I'm like, actually, a lot of a lot of artists need to go back to that. Like, get yourself a MacBook. Get yourself the computers and the systems and all of that because you have it. Get yourself these things. Sit down. Roll up a fucking blunt. And really understand how do I manage my PR? Because if you get in paid, like people make this joke that like DJ Academics talks so much shit on YouTube because all his checks go straight to him. He's not signed in, under anything. So he nobody is checking his um nobody's checking his because DJ Academics is not signed to anybody. Nobody's taking his money from his checks. But that means he's his website, he's doing his audio, he's doing his like some you can pay people to do that. There are teams right now in college that you could pay to help you run your website, help you run your Instagram, help you run these social media platforms that you can make in breaking money yourself. Get yourself Excel, Excel spreadsheet. Get yourself an Excel spreadsheet. Understand finance. If I know that I I make money from YouTube, Pinterest, and Instagram because people will be making money. If that's these three websites that I use to make money, what can I do? What can I do to make sure that, all right, Sarah, who runs this website, is getting paid every Friday. And whatever money I make from that, I've already deducted her paycheck from that. Because then you can pay your own PR team. And then when your PR and your package and how your CNOT gets, you know, wide enough... And it's something you can use to handle to make even more business deals. Or even be like, at this rate, how can I legitimize myself without these companies? I can legitimize myself without these big agencies and pushes behind them. I just have to play my money smart. And so many kids are making so much money at an early stage, but they don't know what investment looks like. And when I speak like this, I'm thinking this is your visceral investments that you can say out loud and pinpoint to people who have done that and who haven't. The freedom they're allowed, the time to create that they're given. But you have to be able to like, and I'm saying this for myself because I currently, you know, I'm studying an arts degree in Berlin and I have to work. And shit ain't cheap. And, you know, my mom sends me money, but then, honest to God, you don't realize making money in America is so much different than make compared to having to make money abroad. And there's so many different laws and registrations and regulations for that. You have to, for example, I don't speak German. 
so if I'm trying to get a job, I'm doing housekeeping. I'm literally cleaning like I've never done housekeeping a day. Because in America, you'd get like a fast food job. But in Germany, you'll find a lot of people do housekeeping. And like you could do it from like 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. But I had I did housekeeping. I worked at a sandwich shop, but not selling the sandwiches, making them. From like 3 a.m. all the way up until... They wanted you to stay up there till fucking 3 p.m. Can you imagine? They wanted you to make those sandwiches from 3 a.m. in the fucking morning. And they had the audacity to get mad at me because I said, no, I, I need to leave by 12. You're trying to socially peer pressure me into working up until 4 p.m. That's crazy. And I'm talking to, and actually working there, I found another student. And he's Indian and he works there. And as he's working, I'm just like, and he's telling me how he uses the money paid for school. And when you realize that, like, people are making money at young ages, you think that's everyone and it's not. But yet the way they spend their money and the way they advertise us to spend money is crazy, dog. Like, that shit's crazy. Because they make enough money that they can start businesses. They, like... I, I know I'm sounding like such a like, nah, I don't care how I sound. It's true. People make enough money, they could start businesses. Now, I wouldn't say go start businesses if you don't know anything about business. But that's to say, put, put your money somewhere safely and you'll gradually learn and get there. Don't go all in and then, you know, your quality is shitty and it's bad and people are like making YouTube commentary like three videos long of your shit. Like that shit. And the commentary is good. The commentary can be good. Like, if it's valid questions of, like, how are you spending your money? And how are you advertising other people to spend your money? You can't even get mad at those YouTube videos. Y'all be, like, people hating and people sending me. Nah, critical questions need to be answered. Because let me say something. They told us to go get credit cards to build credit. So I'm like, you know what? That's smart. What's the best credit place to go get credit? Discover. I got a Discover card, and I put on my homegirl, and I'm like, here, you can get your own Discover card. So she's smart. She a Capricorn. And I just look, and I'm like, I know. I only told her because I know for a fact she's not, I'm not putting information in the hands of someone who's just going to waste it. Like, the girl I'm talking about, she she's smart. So I know that I'm telling her something that's going to help her and help Like, make her laugh, because she can control that shit. But then I got my dumbass a credit card. Knowing that, like, I'm not really the most well-managed with money, I could work hard, but I could also spend it just as harder. So I'm just like, okay, but I can, you know, build this credit score. I could build it, and so that's what I'm doing. Girl, it was all right when I was working at McDonald's, and I could pull in an $800 check, but you come abroad, and you're, you're getting told, look, they pay you at the end of the month or the next month, and after a thousand euros, you get cut. Now, imagine you working four or five days, waking up from 3 a.m. up until 2, 4 p.m., and they tell you your money's getting cut, or you getting paid at the end of the month or the next month. I, that Dean and David fucking restaurant while I was making sandwiches, bro, I... Literally got paid on the 8th of the next month. You know how sick that shit made me? Bitch. Bitch. That shit, like... And I was just like... I couldn't do it. I got fired. Did I get... I got fired from that job. That's the thing about God. God don't play about people. Because you can be dumb as much as you want to. Somebody's out there looking at what they're watching you. And making sure that this one ain't like the rest. And I hate that I said that. 
because it makes God seem like he protects people over other people. But when I tell you I got fired, I got fired. I even walked in and the guy was like, you're getting fired. Because I said, look, they had first told me you could work from 6 all the way up until 2. You either could work from 3 a.m. to 2 p.m. or 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. And I was like, you know, I could do 3 a.m. for two days. Then they peer pressure you into three. So you're doing three days. Ah, ah, did I not die? Mm-mm. Did I not, did I not die? Did I not, die? let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. After that first training day, I was like, I can't, no way. I'm working three days. I'm not working three days. I'm working two days at best. And then after I was like, you know what? I'm not even waking up at three. I'm coming at 6 a.m. And I told my manager over the like phone on WhatsApp. And he was like, Oh, no, no, Penny, please, like, we need you to make the sandwiches. Can you please? Look, did I not wake up at 6? I come, and the guy who's about to throw trash out, deliver food to the next, you know, to the next cargo, like, not cargo, but, like, those trucks, and to the other restaurants and stores, he like, you getting fired. Did my dumbass not sit there, work the entire shift, and then when I'm about to clock out, this manager pulls some booty-ass bullshit, and is talking about, like, he's t- he's talking, like, what is he saying? He's saying, you know, that you're getting fired because, you know, I need people who are dependable. And you're leaving, look, I said, this is just like slavery. And then you realize that, like, Europe is the motherland. Like, we people talk about Europe like it's so much better than living in America. But then you, like, you know, there's a point with the racism that it's like, you know, you're so racist, but I big up you. Because you're bold and you want me to know and there's nothing to hide. Americans are, they're not pussies. Europeans are pussies. And then you realize the lengths they go through to say, fuck you. Because they can't say shit to your face. Kills me, mother. That shit kills me. To the point where when I got my second job, you know, doing housekeeping, like, they want you. Let me tell you about the housekeeping job. Let me tell you about the housekeeping job. The housekeeping job seems like literal a piece of heaven. It seems like a piece of heaven compared to making sandwiches at 3 a.m. You get to wake up at 9. You get to, you know, they'll give you um, at the hotel that you're making beds. You can have breakfast. So, like, that early morning, you're allowed to have that. Until you realize that you sit down and they ask you, do you want to do the kitchen or do you want to do housekeeping? You're, you're not asked a question. You're asked your experience between the two. You can give the same experience between the two. Guess what? They'll put you in housekeeping, and the next day, I saw a white girl in the kitchen, and you, you, let me tell you something, it felt like some, let me tell you, let me tell you something, let me tell you something, I didn't, I did not, I didn't like it, because you realize the kitchen is easy, they just, all they have to do is prepare the meals, and like vacuum the like dining area, bitch, bitch to Nazareth of hell, bitch to Nazareth of hell, let me tell you something, I made so many beds, Like, and I made those beds well. Like, I properly made the bed. And then the thing is, right, they want you to fold the, like, the duvet a certain way. But then you're asking yourself, why am I folding the duvet like this when you know that the type of duvet that is full is cheaply made? Like, why why are we trying to make shapes with the duvet? Why can't we just neatly tuck in the duvet the same way we do the bed sheets? The same way most people, when you're making a bed, you, like, roll it up. Why does it have to be made into, like, a burrito, like, sliced sandwich? It does not make sense. I don't like it. 
It doesn't make sense to me, and I don't like it. And I feel like it's just a tactic for them to look at the duvet and be like, well, it's not folded properly. But it won't fold properly when it's this type of duvet. It's cheaply made. It's like what you get when you're um going to university and you're sleeping in like a bed and they're giving you your bed sheets. It's that cheaply type duvet, making it, trying to make it into a shape when you know it's better to be laid like laid flat. It's pissing me off. And don't even get me to the bathroom, how they need you to make sure no speck is on the window of that like shower faucet. You need to make sure there's no dust or dirt even on the, the countertop of the sink. The windows need to be sparkling clean. Then they need you to mop vacuum in 30 minutes. And Now imagine beds, right? You're taking bed sheet pillows. It's like Two pillows on left, two pillows on right. Then you have the, like, small, small headrest pillow. Guys, you have to retake out all those sheets. And where are the sheets coming from? You may ask. You need to go bring them in the beginning. You need to already estimate how many, like, rooms have to be completely changed or how many of them have to be, like, just upkept. You need to bring enough pillows and bed sheets for an entire floor of 12 rooms. While you've brought those sheets, you need to change that bed. That everything needs to be cut, clean, sharp, neat. Then afterwards, after you're done doing that, you need to go into the bathroom. And the bathroom takes a long time. It because even the like, you know, you realize that toilet paper gets folded a certain way. Um, trash cans need to be changed. Like the floor needs to be mopped, vacuumed. And certain areas of the black like, room have to have different mops. So you're not mopping the bedding area this from the with the same mop you're mopping the bathroom. They would like more and more stuff and like you get it. For cleansiness and clean, I get it. You want your health, you want you want to know you're paying for quality. But the way these fucking bitches would have jobs sitting at the front desk and then come be like up nose, like they'll then come into the room you've cleaned and re-clean and be like, no, it's not clean. Like act as if you have now given them the most hardest job because they're, all they're doing is straightening out something. Walaya, you've literally cleaned the entire, the entire fucking room. But now this one, this one speck is keeping you up at night. And now so, like, their energy can be so potent that even now you're thinking, what have I done so wrong? Because a little bit of a scuff mark is left on the countertop, now I should suffer. They're bitches and we don't speak on it. When I tell you, God said you won't be working here. Huh. And imagine I was the only black girl in a like, I was working alongside elderly Polish women. That's the thing about working in Germany. You don't, nobody says anything and no one talks about this. So you think Europe is a fucking wonderland, but y'all too scared to say what you see. And that is what pisses me off about Europeans. You know, in America, if the sky is blue, you're not going to fucking tell them the sky is pink. Now you can get mad all you want to, but American will look you in the eyes and say, partner, that sky blue. Stop smoking that shit. You know, they'll tell you that. They will tell you, like, you can, you're not going to force me to see pink when I see blue. You know what I mean? You're not going to force me that. I, I, I won't do it. Now, furthermore, well, as I'm saying that, Europeans, on the other hand, will have a thing where, for them, they know it's blue. But they're going to go and tell you, hey, this is pink. 
all right it's pink and they're gonna make it a work office discussion that you can't say that it's blue and if you point out but wait it's then it's a weird it's weird and american culture has that too like what i'm saying is that people will lie and gaslight you in your face but at least american gaslighting is more upfront, and the european one is so like it is so passive it's so passive and it's so annoying like i don't like that i don't like passive shit it's it's annoying because it's like my goodness you are comp like you know so anyways i'm ending up doing lashes because you know you still need a job so from the jobs i did work i saved enough money to start doing lashes here in berlin and so i'm excited because i got myself like a lash bed got myself a lash bed and um after i got myself a lash bed i got myself like the basic stuff for lashes and now everything has arrived but the lash bed and i know god willing it will come fast safe i'll get my package because you know in europe dpd it's a bad shipping company man like the shipping is like oh, fucking awful it's really bad like people should have their packages and the fact that someone can be like you know what i haven't received the package in like to go replace a package that I ordered through your company and you don't know what my shit is? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope, nope, nope. Nope. It's a lot. It's a lot. People don't talk about Europe. And the thing is, it's because we always just talk about the UK when we think of Europe. Like, it's as if the UK has signed a deal where all the energy will always be on the UK. But Germany, Germany... Germany, Germany, Germany ain't right. Germany ain't right. And I, I have to say it, Germany, there's something about Germany that ain't right. Because you realize Germany is really as big as the United States. And then it's like, how come when I think of Europe, I'm not thinking of Germany the way I can think of London? What is my, where's my energy going? Why is that like, what's up with that, you know? You just wonder. Because if you think about London, right, then you're thinking of some a small little city-like place and it's so much better to be in London than America. Like the snobby bullshit that, you know, your cousins who lived in London, because I was South Hall, all right? I'm both DMV, but I'm also South Hall. I know them cousins who are like snippy when you're telling you, hey, you know, you're suffering in America. For them, they think they're better because they're living up in like London, but mate you live in like a place the size of like miami you know it's, it's not the same comparison like you actually have to break it down and say everything you're saying about your system yes it's better than america but do you not concept like do you not conceptually understand that when they were making these decisions happening in london they really weren't thinking about your black ass they weren't, they weren't made for you. They were made for the white British people. And when you happened to get there, they said, bloody hell, I'm not changing it. Whereas when they were writing the Constitution, 
it, they didn't have we weren't even in mind as human beings you get what i'm saying so like america knows how to be better they just won't do it because of the sheer amount of people of color living there. Because making America better for everyone means making America better for black and brown people. And they won't do it. And what's crazy about Americans is they'll tell you to your face. Europeans don't. Because people act like living up in Europe is better. But you really will suffer here if you don't have, like if there's not someone you can readily call for money. If you don't have someone you could readily call for money, if you can't rely on your mom or you can't rely on your dad to send you some money or come and have someone fly out and check out on you, don't, don't, like, that's when people ask me, like, why don't you, like, talk about you studying abroad and stuff? It's like, I know my financial situation. I don't know yours. And this country can be very isolating if you don't know how to handle being alone. I'm an only child. I've, like, my, my whole childhood has been me in isolation i work well by myself i'm able to study i'm able to have fun with other human beings who look and talk nothing like me but still be able to come back to my shelter when need be nothing can get too crazy because i know how to center myself i've had to do it by myself for a long time some people have never had to do that because they've had siblings they've always had something going on wrong maybe you haven't even sat with yourself for very long like, as a, as a only child and someone who was constantly sent to my room, I had to, like, master me. And I'm still learning me every day. I'm still learning subconscious things I do that's, like, crazy. That, like, when you sit with yourself long enough, you remember the only time I used to do this was when I was a kid or there and there or, you know, moments that have happened in your childhood. That shit's not easy. That shit takes time. You really need to like get to know yourself and get to and you have these like constant mental debates of like, is this how I believe? Have my opinions changed? How am I able to take in new information? What does that look like for me? What is my about my recovery time? What is my recovery time when it comes to processing information? Because people like you forget that like you don't know everything and you actually need to take time to ask the universe ask wait for god's guidance wait for an ancestor's guidance a family member a loved one's guidance because it will come but when you're constantly you know especially living on the day and age of tiktok and instant gratification really getting to know yourself is hard and even like me i'll tell myself i'm gonna do something and then fall off and have to like be able to find my way back and that sometimes that should take time like, for real, it, it takes time. And I'm a Libra, and I'm indecisive. And it does, like, it shit takes time. <laughs> shit takes time. It takes time, and I, I really just, I really, really, really want to normalize that. Artistry in all forms, you're going to need financial supporting. You're going to need PR. You're going to need to have a mental, like, you know, I deeped it. Artistry, why being an artist is something people talk so much shit on, but so like so many people can't handle it once they get it or even in their attempts to get it is because there's a lot that goes into the elastic, the um, elasticity, the elastic strength, mental strength, mental gym you need to be able to handle when you're stepping into an artistry. 
any form. <coughs> Especially something, like, people don't see that. You don't see the conversations with the pep talks you have to have with yourself. The, I'm not going this direction just because everyone else goes that direction. I'm not going to make this decision because I see how harmful it can be. All those things. All those things. And I'm going to take the time to learn the necessary information however way, in some way. And building up that level of consistency because it's consistency that is key. It's that having to, and you know, like, it's not just artists. Athletes go through that same mental process. Doctors go through that same, every profession is important. Every profession is important. Everyone has a mental elasticity, like, that your brain builds trying to do what you do and move through the world. But for me, I really didn't rate like, I didn't respect artistry because I just saw divas. I saw divas. I saw this takes, like, this looks hard. How is this? You know, you know, it's something hard to respect until I saw the artistry in myself and saw actually how time, love, time, self-love, and consistency built different areas. Like, you ever been high and you're drawing, and then you, you, you stop drawing these 2d pictures and now you can see something 3d and you like real time see yourself get better at something that you're passionate about and then you're just asking yourself how can i harness this and share it and that is that's beautiful and it's so upsetting that so many people have this energy that can be like harnessed for good and for bad and and it can be shared and because the pr team is off or because they're they have family issues or because of how they came into the artistry and the game and the industry, they can just go from this bright light to something unrecognizable. And so with me, I want to be able to like, how okay am I if I never get a Beyonce level status? What does art mean for me? And what's important? Like what is more like, maybe I'm never as famous as a Beyonce, but I've made work that's like, impactful it raised a generation or maybe I'm just a generational thing but like when people think of me there's a fond happy memory there's a fond artistry there's a fond you know what is my limit and is there is there even a limit like do you actually never just settle is what makes being a good artist someone who's still willing to like create like still thinking of thing still trying to push the paradigm and that takes time. And people be thinking that like, you like, you don't like shit or you're not into stuff and you're trying things and you're making different Instagram accounts and you're trying different forms of media, drawing, animation, video games, YouTube, you know, you're making a podcast and websites and you're just trying to figure out what, like, you know, it's toys and you're trying to like dig into everything and make sure you're like... Adobe software and Blender and you're seeing if I learn this and how I can learn this and manipulate this to add this and add like it's really just this fun playful creative process and that shit takes time and people swear it's like and because it takes time it takes a time I'm sorry I said because it takes time too I'm talking really fast I talk really fast because this takes time this also takes being able to go phone-free, zone-free, no one knows what you're doing for long periods of time. And it's in that time where you're, the demons and the voices and the negativity speaking to you the most because it's making you think that, like, 
what are people going to think and how am I going to be perceived and what does this change how people have already seen me like can I be consistent enough at this to be known for this or am I just riding a wave you know and and it's not fair because fucking it's like if you're learning how to surf or some shit and you ride the wave for like 30 minutes then you fucking fall off guess what you're able to get back up and look for another fucking wave. But you're not even able to, like, do that because everything is being socially stalked. And that's the thing. People act like they don't so, like they won't stalk your Instagram, your post, and, and, but people do it. And you only really understood that until you looked at, like, Instagram, like, views. And then you realize that, like, people do see your shit. And you'll be surprised. You'll be like, damn, that same person, like, I post a picture, I post a video, this person sees all my shit consistently. But they won't like it. And so you're thinking, damn, people really don't see it. So you, you either you're doing one or two things. You're posting everything or you're posting nothing. Then when you get the comprehensive guide that people do can, like, people are making opinions of you, they are checking your shit, you're like, damn. Now, two types of people, I sink or swim. Are you really going to live your life thinking of how other people think? Or are you going to live your life stressed about, stressed about how you think? And I live my life stressed about me and how I think and how it can improve. I do not live my life stressed based off of how other people think of me. Now, I could be stressed because, you know, I want my art to be embraced and respected. But, you know, even if even if I, I never make art that wins a Grammy or an Oscar or Emmy, I still did some shit. And I'm proud of that. And there's someone that's going to be impacted, even if it's small. Because shit, it, like, you need small shit to start big shit. But it is damn hard to be consistent nurturing that small shit. It's like a damn kid. Can you imagine? People are having kids our ages, and now we're making podcasts and music videos. And un- and you got to, like, to really love some shit, you have to not just understand the art, but how the art gets paid. And then you got to make sure... You're having platforms where money is accessibly and readily given to you. Because we watch too many documentaries of people who tell you the dangers of not being able to own your own shit. And yet, time and time again, it seems like more people are walking into a contract-signed life than trying to be innovative and understand that shit without being signed through someone else who threw somebody else. You don't want none of that. Too many hands in the pot. And sometimes you can respect it because you're, you know, putting the hard work, you can get yourself out of it. And that's what's important. But if you can avoid it, let's try. And that's what this is. This is me trying. This is me attempting at something and saying, at least I did some shit. And I realized that, like, it's fucking cool. Like, I write myself so hard because I've done a lot of things artistically that I don't really acknowledge and it's good shit I just won't share it because I believe that it won't be worthwhile but it is I mean even if it's not time is passing regardless might as well like have these things you can look back as moments as indicators of what you were doing in this time in your life so I like that